here we go. So last week, the Dow and the S&P 500 hit record highs, but today stocks are unchanged because this week we have big tech earnings and we have the Fed meeting. We also have the jobs report on Friday. And yeah, we have tech giants like Microsoft, Apple, Meta, Amazon, Google, all of them reporting. So how will markets react to this and how does this affect our positions? Welcome to Coffee with Marcus and Mark. Today is Monday, January 29th, and in this show, we are going to talk to you about what's happening in the markets and how we are trading it. And wow, what a Monday morning. I mean, last week it was again up, up and away. But right now, kind of wait and see. I agree, Marcus. Markets diddling, S&P down a little bit, Dow down a little bit. Nasdaq up a little bit, but barely moving. And honestly, it's to be expected. This week is probably the busiest week that we'll see of the quarter between yeah. the earnings and the economic calendar. Let's start with the economic calendar. So nothing today, but uh, then we're starting more uh, tomorrow with consumer confidence and the Joel's job openings. Then on Wednesday, the Fed statement. And then on Friday, we have the unemployment report. So super busy week and the Fed, the Fed, the Fed, right? I mean, traders are still trying to figure out what will they do. And after the data that we got over the last few weeks, I think traders are uh, coming to grips with rates will stay higher for longer. Exactly. The probabilities show that for this meeting, the Fed will do nothing. They will keep the rates the same. And so what investors are looking for is some wording and guidance. What does the Fed plan to do? When will uh, when are cuts potentially expected? And so Fed funds futures show us what investors are looking at, what they feel uh, to be true. And you see that that March probability is now shifted to staying put and uh, maybe a cut in May. Uh, but we'll have to see if that changes with Wednesday. Yeah, so this will Wednesday, the big one where uh, they'll talk about their economic projections and Powell grabbing the mic and saying what they think about the economy, inflation, and uh, whether they're liking this super strong economy or not. <laughs> and that's where I think they're in no rush to cut rates because... Uh, the, the whole idea of a recession and then a soft landing, really with GDP last week, that, that changes everything. Or now I can't remember. Was it the week before? Either yeah, way. It was, when G yeah, it was last week. Yeah. So that shows that, hey, maybe there's no landing at all and we just keep plugging along. Yeah, it seems this way. It seems this way. So this is why... You're right. They're not in a rush. So rates will probably stay higher for longer. And then also we have this week uh, earnings, 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 earnings still in the focus. One of the busiest week. If you look at the calendar here, uh, we see that, OK, three weeks ago we started slow with banks starting us off and then uh, it started picking up this week and next week are the busiest weeks in terms of earnings. Yeah, almost 20% of the S&P reporting this week, including big names like Microsoft, Apple, Meta, Amazon, Alphabet, doesn't get much busier than that. 
Yeah, exactly. Apple is here. Uh, but then we also have uh, MasterCard uh, coming in. We have Boeing, uh, we have Honeywell. So we have a few Dow components. So we have both uh, the NASDAQ and Dow components. And usually sometimes it is, okay, you have more Dow components, you have more NASDAQ components. Now this week, a little bit of everything all across the board. Yeah, I think six companies in the Dow are reporting. Um, and then even at the end of the week, Exxon, Chevron, it's just, just a busy week altogether. And then tomorrow before the bell, UPS. UPS, and we'll talk about that in just a moment. But we also see that the VIX, oh, there's a spike that doesn't make sense at all. What, what is this spike here in the VIX going up to? That's a bad, bad that's tick. That's a bad tick. That's a bad tick. <laughs> yeah, so we, we see that the VIX today is also higher, the volatility index, uh, ticking 5% higher than Friday. And no surprise, I mean, there is definitely some uncertainty of what will happen this week with all of the data flying in. Exactly. So VIX, a little premium, VIX tracking S&P 500 premium essentially going out 30 days. So that creeping up a little bit because of the busy week that we have. And uh, for us, it's just seeing what opportunities present themselves. Yeah. And uh, there were more opportunities today, but uh, before we talk about those, let's take a look at our existing positions. So Oxy, last week uh, we sold, we got assigned, we sold the 57 uh, call and we got called away. So this morning, no more Oxy in our portfolio. Yep, nice one week, two week trade, right? We sold puts, started the wheel process, got assigned, sold calls, got called away. And uh, normally we are in a trade a little bit longer and I like to be able to sell calls multiple times, but I'll take it when it's a nice quick trade like that. Yeah. All right. Then we have CSIQ. CSIQ today uh, a little bit lower again, um, but pulling back from the lows. I mean, we flew a rescue mission at 21, reducing our uh, cost basis. Then the good news uh, from BlackRock that they're investing 500 million into uh, CSIQ. Pulling back a little bit, looks like it wants to fill the gap. I could live without it, to be honest. I mean, I would be fine if yeah. it doesn't fill the gap. But right now, this is what it looks like. So it can be that CSIQ is pulling back towards 21 again before, hopefully and finally taking off. Uh, first goal here at 25 second target at 27. That sounds like a great plan, but let's also move up to 30. <laughs> yeah, and uh, this is where um, this week will be a big one for CSIQ. CSIQ rate sensitive, right? So if the Fed keeps signaling this higher for longer, CSIQ might take a dive again. Uh, but then as soon as uh, interest rates are being lowered, I'm pretty sure that we don't have to worry about it. I mean, it will not only go up to, to 30, it'll go up probably right back into this range between 36 and 44. That is the, the plan. And like you said, looks like a gap fill, although we came off today's uh, session lows reversed nicely. I, I would be okay if this just moved higher from here. Yeah. NEE having a good day today, up 1.5%, even though the markets are not moving. Same here, NEE. I mean, uh, interest sensitive, so we need to see what happens here on Wednesday. And uh, with Wednesday, it could get a push back up to 62, 63. Right now, nothing for us to do. 
And it's interesting because there isn't a perfect inverse relationship, but today yields are down and the 10-year yield uh, really just kind of staying put now, also looking like a wait and see pattern. And uh, with the yields down, uh, actually they were down a little bit lower at the open and then NEE just took some time to catch up with that. Yeah, so we can take a look at the yields here really quick in a five-minute chart. So that's where we see uh, yields higher at the open and now moving lower. Yeah, we will see what happens here. Now, UPS, geez, that was a big decision this morning. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, let me give you a brief recap. So I got assigned at uh, 157.50. And over the past few weeks, I have been selling calls uh, against my position at 160. I've been do, able to do it again and again and again, bringing down my break even to $144, collecting what was it, more than $16,000 in premium here. So this worked really well. However, now we have earnings tomorrow before the bell. And if you look at this, I mean, right now, if you look at the expected move, anything is possible. So the expected move, as you can see here, to the upside, 164 by Friday. To the downside, 149. I mean, this is a lot is expected here, a lot of movement. So the decision that I had to make this morning is, should I just sell UPS for a profit and move on and get out of this? Or should I sell calls again? Mark, what are your thoughts? We talked about it this morning already. Well and just to clarify here, the expected move is one standard deviation, right? So if you have a normal distribution, the idea is that 68% of the time, the stock's going to stay between those two levels based on option prices. So that means that if 68% of the time we stay within those levels, then that means 32% of the time we're outside, which would be, uh, what is it, 16% to the downside, 16% to the upside. So you were looking at the 160 or 157.50. For me, nothing to do because I've sold the 165. I'm pretty much locked in at this point. And for you, it was a matter of take risk off the table, look at opportunities after, or get that huge premium that's been factored in. I'll be honest. I know what you decided to attempt to do, and I don't know the results. And I appreciate that. That would have definitely been tempting, and I like it. But I probably would have taken that off the table after having so much profit built into this already. Yeah, but this here <laughs> might as well, might as well. Okay, so here's what I did. I looked at the calculator this morning and I looked at the premium that was available at uh, different strike prices. So I'm going to zoom in here in a moment. And this is where I saw, okay, I could sell the 160, call again and get around $3.30. Or I could sell at my assigned price and would get around $4.50. And that's what I decided to do. So I did sell calls against the 157.50, getting $4.50 in premium. I have 1,200 shares. So this means that I received $5,400 in premium. Mark, this was just too tempting. And with these $4.50, uh, this is not yet factored in to my break even here. My break even will go down to 139. 
something like this, 139.50. So that's I nice. I have a really, really good buffer to the downside. That's definitely outside the 68% of the standard deviation here. And uh, I mean, if it rallies, I grab some more premium. If it falls down, all right, I might not be able to sell some premium, but today I got a lot of premium and I'm okay playing this again until it goes up there. It seems that UPS likes to hang out here between 156 and uh, 162, something like this. Uh, so I'm okay with it. I decided to do that and I got filled. Hey, I, I think you should try to bring your break even down to zero on this one this year. Make that be your goal. Because essentially you could even sell calls afterwards at like 52.50 and it would have been the equivalent of doing nothing and just holding on to the trade because 450 is a lot of premium. I know that's not what we would normally do. It's not according to plan, uh, but gosh, this one's just working out great for you. It's yeah. So, and let's see, I mean, if it jumps higher, you might get called away. I might get called away. We're moving on. But uh, right now, there's also not too much happening, especially with today, the markets just hanging in there. I believe that later this week, we will get some more opportunities. Super excited about that. But uh, today, we still found another trade. We did. And we found, several. Usual we found several. Let's talk about uh, what, what we found uh, today. So uh, energy stocks today. CVE is one of the energy stocks that earlier today, uh, let me just get rid of the expected move. Uh, I believe the 1550 strike was available earlier today. Yeah, I, I think I'm pretty sure you're right about that. Yeah. So that was a possibility. Another one that popped up on our scanner was MRO as a possibility earlier. The 22 was available. Right now it's the 2250. Still not bad at all. So this is another possibility. And then our friend Oxy popped up again at the 57 strike price. So three possibility, all highly correlated. Which one is the best? Well, I'm going to say that, Marcus, you decided to Netflix and chill with Oxy one more time. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. <laughs> so, fifty-seven strike popped up, and uh, yeah, nice premium on that one. And we were looking for forty cents on those lows, and then it started to come off of those lows. Both of us grabbed it at thirty-eight cents for the fifty-seven. Yeah, thirty-eight cents. So this was beautiful. Uh, let's see. Right now, it's twenty-six by twenty-seven cents. So we are already up uh, ten cents here. Uh, so this is working out nicely. Let's see, we have uh, two weeks until earnings. And uh, yeah. so earnings are February 14th. And this means that we have two more expirations. We have the February 2nd expiration, which is this week. And then we have the February 9th expiration. So this is why we are not yet in the blackout. Uh, if you only have one expiration, this one I would consider not trading it. But with two expirations, what's not to love about Oxy? I mean, we have been trading Oxy a lot this year have collected a lot in premium and uh, yeah, yeah, keep doing it. But the others are definitely good candidates. Agreed. All right. So nice well, day. let's hop over and see what's happening. And uh, before we do this, uh, is, is this helpful at all as we are walking through our trades and showing you what we are doing, what we are thinking, what's happening, what happened with UPS? If it is, do us a favor and 
give us a like. We already appreciate the likes and this way we know what you are interested in. So markets are diddling along Dow, down next to nothing. Uh, S&P up, not even a point Nasdaq up 22 points at an index that's straight at 15,000. That is officially a diddle day. Hey, Marcus, one last one. I think we should mention Schwab. WTFX. Oh, yeah. People are following along. Yeah. Schwab. So on the WTF analyzer, we did have Schwab providing an exit signal. Uh, I did not take Schwab. You did take Schwab. So you exited this morning. Yeah. The profit. Yep. Got into this one. I think it was 6073. I think my entry was and then getting out at 63.68. So a little bit longer than the five day average. But again, those five days, just an average and uh, nice. Another WTF win. Yeah, I'm still in CVS. Did you ever get into CVS? Are you in CVS? I did. Okay. Yep. So CVS, we're still in there and uh, we got into CVS right here. So we got in at 76.65 right now, trading at 73.27. So needs to claw its way back. It seems that whenever it does, <laughs> that there's another smackdown here. Uh, but we will definitely get the dividend because we were the record holder uh, or the stockholder on record on dividend day. So we're getting a nice dividend here. Uh, how much is the dividend again? Let's see. 67 cents. Oh, yeah. Nice. And that first. Yep. That's pretty good. Yeah. So we'll see. No exit signal just yet. CVS up today 0.4%. So, um, yeah, plugging along. You're right. Almost forgot about this. No new WTF trades today yet. Nope. All right. Well, that's it. Wrap ups, wraps up today. Hope that you enjoyed it. If you did, do us a favor and give us a like. And uh, if you feel that others would benefit from it, share this show. There's a share button right underneath. And if you're new to this, consider subscribing and hitting, hitting the little notification bell. This way you get notified whenever we go live, which will be again tomorrow morning at 10 o'clock Central Time, 11 o'clock Eastern Time. Until then, have a great rest of your day. And happy trading, everybody.